mark the radio dial setting at GameZillaMedia.com. Do not use your phone. It must be reserved for vital emergency messages so that you can receive official news and civil defense instructions on the Conrad frequency used in your area. Your life may depend on this. The last line of defense in major gaming news. GameZilla Alpha. Prepare to take shelter and obey instructions instantly. This is the underground resistance. Join the Alpha Force. This is the plan to help you and others who need you. A plan to live, to work, and fight as did your forefathers. Now, let's check the plan together step by step. GameZilla Alpha. I wanna be the very best Like no one ever was To catch them is my real test no, To that, train no, them that, is my cause He's the real test I'm the real test Oh, that's right, that's right and Fail, we, yeah, Failed we, already We also have Gengar here Gengar Or Deadite <laughs> That's right. We got a very special episode of Gamezilla Alpha, episode 57. We brought a couple experts here with us because we're going to talk about some animals, some creatures that maybe only can speak with their names. Sharks? We're going to talk about sharks? I'm an expert at that. No, street sharks. The, the, the. Sp- oh, man. I really thought you'd just rip right into like the intro. Um, uh, uh, this, this is not uh, a rip in. This is uh, like oh, a, like Ripster, like the leader of the street sharks. <laughs> There's a new breed in the neighborhood. Some say that that's no good. Half shark, half man, fighting evil. That's the plan. Street sharks, they're awesome. They bite, they fight, they stand for everything. Right, street sharks. There we go. Episode fifty-seven of Games of Alpha. Everybody have a good night. Whoop! See you. <laughs> But we're not talking about street sharks, are we, Deadite? We're not? I was, I was brought under here on a ruse then. Sucker. I was told this is the Street Sharks episode of Games of Alpha to talk about the canceled Street Shark video game that was supposed to be released in 1997 for you, the Game Boy. You would. Color. You would know that. Uh, okay, first off. It's fake. I made that up. Okay. Second off, if that was real, I would already somehow illegally have the prototype. That's of right. It. Yeah. There was, to my knowledge, there's never been a Street Sharks video game. They'll well, bring it back for the homeboy. <laughs> oh my! If only. All right, reel it in, <laughs> boys. Reel it in here. We we're not. This is a Gamezilla, the standard podcast where we have all the time in the world to uh, bullshit. So let's let's get back on topic. But. We are here because something happened after Gamezilla, our, our mother show that we do every Monday night live on twitch.tv slash Gamezilla Media, is that the Pokemon company, along with others, decided to make some announcements, and we stayed on Twitch to cover it, but we didn't get it in the episode, so we said now is the perfect time to break it down. So we're going to talk about Pokemon and what happened a few days ago. Get some opinions, some facts. Maybe a couple arguments, but I think it's going to be all good in the hood. If you know what I'm saying over there, Tupac. Squirtle! Yep, okay. Test. Well, actually, before test, I think uh, Jazz needs to tell everybody why why we're here. Who who do we thank we for having this show? are here because of you. That's right. I'm talking to all of our thank patrons. Thank you, Pokemon. Oh, thank patrons. You. Oh, yeah. oh. Thanks, Nurse Joy! Yeah! Patreons. Patreons. Hey. 
All right. I got an idea. So head on your over. money now, Patreons. <laughs> <laughs> head on over to <laughs> patreon.com slash gamezilla media and Deadite will sing you an awful song. It has been four minutes and 22 seconds, and I already regret having Deadite on this show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when you said he How was coming on, it? I was like, <sighs> How did you do it the week without me? I, I know you guys made fun of me for and, and not being here and everything, but like, I already just want to punch him. Um, Hard. I had a plan. And then I a lot of focus, a lot of willpower, and I clench my butt cheeks the whole time. Okay. Well, you, you wouldn't hit a guy with glasses, would you? I'm 100%. You, if mm. it was you, yeah. Hey, can mm. I see your glasses real quick? <laughs> yeah, just take them off. Oh, yeah, time. sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, test. You, uh, you wrote a blog over at gameslamedia.com talking about the announcement. So we're going to pass it over to you first to kind of give us the breakdown of what we're going to be uh, talking about today. So, what the hell happened? So, it was a Monday night, unlike any other Monday night, because it was a Tuesday night. <laughs> That's right. So, um, in, in true Pokemon or Nintendo fashion, they uh, about 10, 15 minutes before this uh, presser went out in Japan, they were like, hey guys, you might want to watch our Twitter, something's going down. And something did go down. They announced, the primary announcement was Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. That will be Nintendo's first like AAA big title coming out to the Nintendo Switch this year. That's not Pocket Tournament. That's right. So we got this news and we got a trailer with it. I don't know. I think uh, overall there was like obviously excitement, but there was some concern. There was some anger, and I think we brought we, we put together this four-person panel today because I think there's going to be multiple views on what we're going to talk about today, but, I mean, Tess, do you want to break down what this game looks like? Like, what are we getting here? Like, So, the game's in the trailer, and you can see the trailer. We've got that in our blog at gamesillamedia.com. It's a website. And um, you can already see actually some reactions when you're done listening to this podcast. You can go not only you'll have you'll be equipped with our opinions, but you also get Craig WK and Xander's opinion. Um, but the game looks exactly as I think anybody would expect. Uh, game Freak didn't go super ambitious and really change the way the game looked at all. It's just that HD, real smoothed out, real nice 3D kind of graphics, and uh, it, it looks awesome. As you go a little bit further into the trailer, you see hmm. This catching mechanic isn't, uh, there's, there's no Pokemon in your team fighting this wild Pokemon, and you just threw the Pokeball with your Joy-Con, just like Pokemon Go would be. Okay. And then you go a little bit further, and you see, oh, cool, there's, there's dual battles. There's definitely a traditional battle scene. And then it's, you go a little bit further, and it's like, ah, but it interacts with Pokemon Go really well, and you could trade your Pokemon from Pokemon Go. So what we got, in a nutshell, is a hybrid between they, they've said it's a reimagining of Pokemon Yellow, a trip back to Kanto uh, with the original 151 with some additional uh, um, surprises, they said, uh, that links up with your Pokemon Go and lets you kind of take those Pokemon that you've been collecting, you know, out in, in the real wild into the game and back through that journey that you had in Pokemon Yellow God, 20 years ago, 18 years ago. Right. So, I mean, I think a lot of people thought we were going to see the core RPG this year. That's, that's what they really were playing off over the, the last year when they gave us our little teaser last year at E3. And we're right around the corner of this year, uh, E3 happening. So, the big 
the big question when this hit was, oh, this isn't the game we were expecting. Now, we are supposedly getting an additional game next year in 2019, but right now this is what we're getting this November. And yeah, it looks like a hybrid. It looks like a water, you know, like you said, I'm going to I'm going to phrase it almost as a watered down version of yellow with Pokemon Go connectivity. And for me, that actually excited. Like I was excited because I gave up on Pokemon Go. I gave up. I played a lot, gave up on it because I just there was no reason to play it. Like I kind of got to that point where I was just like, I don't want to waste any more time doing this because what do I do with it? And I know they've added since then they've added quests and they've done some things and raids and stuff now, but it wasn't, it was never enough to bring me back. And then this announcement dropped. They showed me the trailer the very next day. I downloaded Pokemon go and started catching Pokemon again. Cause I'm like, I got to get ready. I got to get ready for this game. But I think like, I know that I, you were, you were kind of mixed about it. I, we, we sat together, we watched this trailer and like at first, you, the graphics pulled you in, and you were like, "Oh wow, this looks really good." Because visually, it is something that we've wanted for a long time is a high res Pokemon game. But then some of the other aspects of it, I saw you kind of lean back, and you're like, "I gotta go home now and uh, and uh, stress out a little bit about this." I I think I've reached like old man get off my lawn territory <laughs> when it comes to being a Pokemon player. I'm just like. Ah! Leave it alone. Just give me the game I've had for 20 years. And part of this is even fueled by the fact that I've I recently went and downloaded Pokemon Silver on my 3DS and started going through you know the second generation game as it, as it originally was, not uh, you know Soul Silver that's been updated and pretty with you know fresher mechanics. And you know I I think I'm just I'm resistant to change. I know that's me as a person. I don't necessarily like embrace change all that well, but I look at a series that realistically probably my video, favorite video game series ever. I don't I don't think I could say I've put more time into or had maybe even more passion around another video game series. And seeing at first seeing that trailer and going, "Oh man, this this is it. Like this is Pokémon now." Um that was disappointing because I didn't really enjoy Pokémon Go that much for the you know, month that I played it when it initially released. You also played it on a phone that pretty much couldn't play the game. You don't talk about the S4 Active like that, okay? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that was part of it. The S4 Active didn't even really handle it very well. But uh, yeah, I just didn't, I just wasn't into it. And I think um, my my concerns were eased a little bit as Nintendo continued, Nintendo continued to put out more information saying, like, listen, this is like a main game, like in quotation, there will be another core RPG coming out fall of 2019. That was something that Nintendo kept hitting on, and that started, started easing me a little bit. I'm still uneasy because I don't know what that game is going to be because I didn't like. I didn't like Sun and Moon. I played all the way through Moon, and by the time I was done with it, I was irritated. I didn't want to go back and play any more of the post game, and I didn't fall in love with that game the way that I put hundreds of hours into X and Y and Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. I'm obviously I'm at a different point in my life than I was then, but you know I, I could attribute some of that to maybe my excitement around the game. But overall, it just the experience wasn't what I enjoyed from a Pokemon game, because I was thinking, you know, okay, let me ask you, wh- what aspect of Pokemon do you enjoy the most, Grim? I don't know. I mean, I guess hunting for Pokemon, mm-hmm. just, uh, just the, the search for things I want and then the battle. 
Okay. Jazzy, what's the thing you like about Pokemon the most? I forgot Jazzy was here. Hey, Jazzy. Hey, how's it going? Um, I think for me, the hunt, the hunt's fun, but I think it's the evolution and like the training process for me. Mm-hmm. Test, what is your favorite part about Pokemon? So had you asked me before Sun and Moon came out, I would have said it's the that grind, that EV and IV, um, perfect Pokemon breeding. You're looking to get these uh, battle-ready giants to go in and just tear apart you know, the competition. Um, but then Sun and Moon, kind of like I'm a dex guy now. Mm-hmm. I like going out and you know, completing the decks, capturing everything. Like I'm a dex guy. That's me. This is who I am. I love battling. I like strategizing. I like building teams. I like looking across my team of Pokemon, look at their skills, and figure out what what tricky thing can I do to throw off my opponent, or what can I do to prepare to win against, you know, I, I like battling in the game. I like battling online. For a while, I got really into just random hop-on online battling in Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. And collecting isn't really something I care that much about. Yeah, I catch Pokemon as I go along through the game, but I have a hard time when the post-game of a Pokemon game is just going and collecting. And Pokemon Go is about collecting. It's about catching. And my concern is that a lot of Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee is going to be about the catching aspect. And I am I'm still haven't seen enough about this game to know what the battle mechanics are like they look like they're traditional battle mechanics but i i don't know that yet and the uncertainty has me nervous and that that's what i need to enjoy a pokemon game yeah i mean that's fair i just for me personally i'm uh i would consider myself a fringe pokemon like i like pokemon i I own a lot of pokemon games and systems and i've i enjoy the ip but i've never been as Tess said, I've never wanted, like, do I enjoy, I love battling, but I am always bad at it because I don't want to spend the time to perfect a perfect Pokemon so that I have an advantage. I just want to go get my favorite Pokemon and then use him. Mm-hmm. Like that, you know, and that's, so for me, someone that's like Sun and Moon, definitely, I was, I didn't even finish the game like you did. Like, I was super turned off by where I put a lot of time into XY and... I'm just kind of like, I'm cold to Pokemon right now, so I feel like this game could bring ease me back into Pokemon and get me set up for the core RPG that could hit next year. So I kind of look at it in the sense of like, yeah, they're talking about this could be the first time a lot of kids enjoy Pokemon, but at the same time, it could bring a lot of like, once was a fan of Pokemon back into it in an easier way than having just a... A heavy learning curve where it's like, oh yeah, well, if you want to play, if you want to battle online, you have to know all these things, and you have to understand how to breed perfectly, and how to and how to just that. And that was a problem. We tried to do a Pokemon League, not you know, not crazy long ago, and I just was like, guys, you all just destroy me in the sense of knowing what the hell you're doing, and I'm out because this isn't fun. And I think Jazzy was in the same boat. We both were like, oh. You guys are taking this really seriously. We didn't think that through. <laughs> I was I was game one hundred percent until I realized the amount of time yeah. it was going to take me to get to where I needed to go, and that's not because of the game or or anything like that. It's just because I took a giant break from Pokemon and I came back with uh, Omega Ruby. And I was so far behind that when we decided to start that league, I was nowhere near 
the level that you guys went into that game starting. So I'm trying to play catch-up, and then upon playing catch-up, then breed the perfect team to battle against you guys. So I just didn't have... I was playing with a short deck, basically. Yeah. And everything got easier in the newer generation. Each newer generation made it easier and easier to get a perfect team, right? With ways to hold the individual values from the mother and the breeding process or keep this or that or natures. And then you could even play mini games or, uh, or do almost like a, uh, you know, like a, a mini island thing to have the game make the perfect team for you. But it still required the know-how to go, oh, I need this person to have or this Pokemon to have. Um, you know, spikes, and this one's going to have toxic, and this one's going to do this, and then um, yeah, though it was something I used to be really, really into, I fell out. It, it got to be just too much, and then there was nobody else I knew that were, that was taking it that seriously, so that's where I became a Dex guy. So when you bring in Let's you know, let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, it gives you that sense of like, yeah, there is a battle system, and yeah, the we don't know, I mean, we don't know a lot about this game yet, but the uh, catching mechanics look very more siding on this with Pokemon Go, but it just gives you that sense of like, this looks fun, and it looks like Pokemon, but it looks like more than Pokemon Go, which was my problem. Like, besides... Deadite, everyone here has played a lot of Pokemon Go. Some, you know, Jazzy's gotten back into Pokemon Go. We have people in the community that are, they never stopped playing Pokemon Go. And so this announcement was huge for them, I think, because it gives them even more excitement around something they already enjoy. And that was, I think that was a super smart move because you're kind of getting to this point like, well, What's next for Pokemon Go? You're bringing in raids, you've brought in legendaries, you've brought in quest lines, like you're having your event, your public events again, but like what is that next step? It's like, oh, we're going to start integrating our popular system to interact with it, and we're going to also introduce, you know, physical items that we can use, and we'll talk about that here in a minute, but I mean, overall, I think this is a super smart move where it's kind of in the middle. You have like your casual people that maybe have never even played a real Pokemon game that love Pokemon Go. You have your hardcore Pokemon fans that are still even kind of cold to this idea, but this kind of falls in the middle, and I feel like that's like a sweet spot that maybe Nintendo and Game Freak and them haven't really tapped before. Where They've tried maybe with like a mystery dungeon or like a, you know... Um, Pokemon Coliseum or, or or whatever like there's been those party games but like this kind of feels like a core Pokemon game that falls in the middle of everything and that interests me to see how successful it can be I bet you if you go back and you know and somewhere in Nintendo or Game Freak's headquarters there's the analytics of how many new players have they been able to attract with Sun and Moon or Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, or Alpha Ruby and Omega Sapphire, and I bet that their new player um, like conversion rate is is probably dwindling. Yeah. So instead of just saying, okay, here's the next main series game, it's well, you know, we, we're going to get the same people that we're going to buy the next main series game. We'll probably buy Let's Go Pikachu or Let's Go Eevee, but so will a lot of people that are like, I really like Pokemon Go. I just wish it had a better story. Or I really like Pokemon Go. I just can't do enough with it. Well, cool. You probably have a Switch. Get this game. And now all of those Pokemon that you've captured all over the country, all over the world, can now go with you on this journey through a real game and, you know, have some sort of a... Um, well, I mean, yeah. Pokemon has always been a system seller when you look at 3DS, right? But but bottom line is this is going to be a Switch seller for Pokemon Go 
players. So people like Jazzy's sister, who that family right now does not own a Switch, that would be, I, I believe that's like the pinnacle like moment where do I want to own a Switch or not? The chances of it being more yes than no is right is then. Because they love Pokemon. Well, I don't want to say they. She loves Pokemon Go. All, more than anybody I know. Sorry, he, sorry he, Test. More than anybody I know. And he loves Pokemon. And, he's, and, a yeah, and he's a fan of the old Pokemon. Yeah, he's a fan of the old Pokemon. Sure. So, so. Could, so could this be that blend that gets those the old fans and the Pokemon goers to be cohesive again, which I think was something else that uh, a newer blog is referencing on GameslowMedia.com. Um, just being able to blend two types of Pokemon fans and have them enjoy something. And you can blend the two fans without needing two Switches or two games. Because, right. you know, if you've got somebody who really wants to play it, and maybe somebody else in the household is like, I'm lukewarm to this idea. Let me get a Joy-Con. Let's play together. Let me see if I feel this out. Cool. Now, everybody who's got Let's Go uh, Pikachu or Let's Go Eevee is now a walking demo. The same way Pokemon Go was, let me show you how yep. to play this game. Let me show you what you can do. Yep. Smart. I think a big thing for me, and I'm going to catch a lot of heat from a lot of fanboys out there, but I'm just not one of them, is Nintendo scares me with its announcements and its commercials. Like, and that's primarily probably because it just it doesn't reach me the same way that it does people who grew up loving Nintendo or are super Nintendo fanboys because... Not just this, but, like, the Splatoon 2 announcement. This announcement. Hell, the Switch's original announcement. Like, after seeing those videos, like, I'm, like, super terrified because nothing of that, like, looks good to me. I'm like, this is awful. Like, that's really your plug for, for these new Pokemon games? But at the same time, I can't be mad because the Switch <laughs> launch was awful. And the Switch is is awesome. Splatoon two well, Switch announcement. The, the announcement. No, launch was good. No, the, the, the <laughs> launch was good. Sorry, the uh, the, the announcement. announcement. The announcements for for Splatoon two. I was like, oh god, they didn't do anything to Splatoon. They didn't fix it. They did nothing. And then I was like, well, let's give it a go. Everybody else is doing it, and I enjoy playing Splatoon two. Well, so I mean, I think you got to be careful here if you want to compare, like, because Splatoon two and and Nintendo Switch uh, announcement was the same. It was the same day. It was the same announcement, and that whole announcement was a worldwide live show from Japan that just did. You know, translation was broken. So many things were a mess for that show. It, it was. It was. Just as bad as when we watched PS4 Pro announcement, and we all looked and we all looked at each other like, "So why do why do we need to buy one of these?" Because they never told me why I should buy one. Like it was that same concept. They didn't know how to sell the product. They didn't know what to tell you to get you excited. And if you think about E3 last year, though, and you think about a lot of the things that came out of out of Nintendo at E3, that that was a good. I would say that was good. You know, like. They didn't have to sit here and tell me a lot about Metroid Prime 4. They just showed me an image, and, and I was good. I'm like, here's my money. They, they you know, Mario Odyssey. And, and everything that built around that was, was very, I, I don't want to sit here and say, everyone was excited for it because they just looked at it like, oh, Mario 64. Oh, cool, we're, gonna get a new, we're getting a new, you know, uh, 3D open world Mario. So this, this, wor this worries people. People, it doesn't worry me, but this worried people because of 
what Deadite said. He's old, he's grumpy, and he just wants shit the way that he's always had it. And so, you know, when you think that way, because when you think Nintendo, that's that's Nintendo's thing. Like, yes, they've reinvented Zelda, you know, with Breath of the Wild. But, like, you don't get that all the time. You get Usually you get that, like, trusted, true, just this is a Nintendo thing, and sure as hell it feels like a Nintendo thing, and the new one, next one's going to feel like a Nintendo thing. And, yeah, the controller might be crazy this time, but guess what? It was crazy last time as well. So you just... You expect a level of like consistency with Nintendo when it comes to their games, maybe not their hardware, but their games, and this is very different. But when Tess makes these comments about, hey, uh, you know, how many new users did we get from Sun and Moon, new, new gamers, versus how many new gamers did we get from Pokemon Go? Pokemon Go is going to win every time. And, and so when you go into developing something new for a new system that has this portability and it's this hybrid thing and you can do all these cool things with it, not thinking about integrating Pokemon Go would be probably one of the biggest mistakes that you could possibly make. So this is a very different thinking process of, of, as far as Nintendo goes. But I think we need to look at it like this is kind of what we've all been asking for for a long time out of Nintendo is like pay attention to what's going on in front of you and react to it. Like don't be the old Nintendo that said online gaming is just a fad. Like it's not going to come around. Are you kidding me? Well, everyone's out there playing online on all the other systems. So for the one this for this time, they actually I actually feel like they looked forward and saw what was successful for them and they ran with it. And so all these people that are upset about it blow my mind, especially considering before the before they even ended the conference, they're like, don't worry. You're getting your core RPG next year. We're still making it. So, like, like I don't understand what people's, like, problem is. It's like, you're still going to get what you want. Hopefully, we're not, we're not guaranteed. We don't know what it's going to look Cause like. Because if it's anything like Sun and Moon, yeah. I'm going to kill myself. I think that's right. the problem it I have was, with these games yeah. is that... It's basically saying, hey, you could take your Pokemon Go, which which I burnt out and then came back and then burnt out. Like It has only a limited time factor with me to where it's like I could play it for a little bit and then it just gets old. And then I, I set it down and I pick it back up. So you're taking Pokemon from here, putting them into a, a game that you could play, and the experience that I've had with Pokemon before that was Sun and Moon, which I didn't finish and didn't care for. Yeah. So it's kind of like... A little iffy. I'm not saying that this is this is bad for Nintendo. I I could see what their thought process was and why this is a good move trying to grab a lot of those Pokemon Go fans. But this game for me is just it's not for me. Well, like, see, I, I'm looking forward to the 2019 announcement. See, I think it's hard for anybody to sit there and say if this game's for them because we don't know what this game is. Like, just because it has Pokemon Go interaction, does that mean I have to use Pokemon Go? No. Like. They showed us running through towns and everything, and they said it's you know a reimagination of of Pokemon Yellow, which means there's a story here. So if you don't want Pokemon Go to be involved at all, guess what? You probably don't need to. And if you don't want to play with your friend and share Joy-Cons, you don't have to. If you want to hold this damn system in your hand like we do right now when we play Rocket League at lunch, you can. And if you want to just enjoy a remake of Pokemon Yellow, enjoy. And that's it. And if you don't like Pokemon Yellow, then you're not a Pokemon fan. I don't like Pokemon Yellow. Get the hell out of here. I never wanted to start as Pikachu. I never bought Pokemon yeah, Yellow. Yeah, but with, within the first, like, 
hour of gameplay, you can pick up a Bulbasaur and a Squirtle and a Charmander. I guess, I guess my point is that generation. That's greedy. That's greedy guess, is what that is. It's America. I guess my point is that generation <laughs> of Pokemon is where we all started. Yeah. Like, so if like I'm just if true you blue. don't want a a beautiful HD recreation of Pokemon Yellow, then you know why the fuck do you care about a new RPG coming out the next year? Just because they added these features in around it, and and now again, I, none of us can confirm w- what Test is saying too. Is is there any battle before I have to throw a Pokeball at him? Do I have to wear a Pokemon down before I can catch it? Like traditional, no. <laughs> yeah, traditional things like that stuff's missing. So that's a little weird. And how's that going to play out overall? Does it take away from the game, or does it, you know, does it work? We don't know, and I will find out more on E three, but. I kind of am trying to be, I'm positive about this because of what I see here. I see that, yeah, you got Pokemon Go, and if like I have my, fa- if you have your favorite Pokemon over there, Dratini, right? I don't. Your favorite Pokemon, Dratini. It's actually Dragonair. <laughs> Fine. And I, and I don't have it. But you could, you know, you, being able to move it over and use it in some aspect, which we don't even know what the capabilities are. Like, I don't, like, uh, Tess, I think, confirmed. You don't have this functionality right in the beginning of the game. Correct. It said, I, I was reading, I mean, I've read 483,000 different articles about catching stuff Just coming, a few. coming out of the uh, conference, uh, stuff being translated, then retranslated, then retranslated. And um, and yeah, it does, doesn't seem like you have the ability to start dumping your Pokemon from Pokemon Go into Let's Go right off the bat. But once you unlock it, then you can bring them over as much as you want though it doesn't seem as of this recording that you can put them back into go so pokemon go just becomes a new way to catch pokemon for pokemon let's go not vice versa if you do we also do we know like when you move a pokemon over to let's go if you lose it from pokemon go or does it clone it i mean it says trade everything i've read says trade so i'm i'm thinking that it's it's moving it because it references pal park so anybody who was a gen 4 person where you would uh, bring in Pokemon from older games, the, the data would have to be modified. I mean, even back to like attack and special attack was at its core different in the earlier generations. So they had to kind of put it through a cleansing process before it would be something that met current game standards. It looks like that's what's going on with these. They're going to be cleansed and then you're going to go um, re-catch them in a specific area in Let's Go where you know they've, they only have two moves in Go. They need to have four or whatever it may be. Um, there will be some sort of process. So it, it looks like you lose them. My guess would be you lose them in, in uh, Go and they can't go back. You think they'll like somehow be able to put like a limit lock on when you can transfer stuff from Go into this new game? Because if you look back at Pokemon Yellow, it basically has a path and, a, and kind of the... Uh, amount of Pokemon that you can get at that level that you're at in the game. So, like, am I going to be level 10, unlock the feature to be able to send a Pokemon over and then send my Mewtwo that I got or my Kangaskhan that I've caught? If I had to guess, there's going to be some sort of... You're going to reach a part of the story where that's not going to give you that significant of an advantage, right? Just like, you know, you you get the ability to have different Pokemon obey you at different levels of different gyms. You know, you beat gym one, now everything up to 20 will obey you. You beat the next one, and so on and so forth. It's got to be something like that. Or, since there is no level in Pokemon Go, there's just CP, 
there's no traditional level. Maybe they just get transferred over at the average level that you're at at that point of the game. Like we don't that know. My, that was my yeah, yeah. Because there is like that data doesn't exist. Some of these like you only have you know some hidden what attack and HP and defense. I think there's only three stats that are you know in like the metadata in Pokemon Go. Like that has to be all transferred into a fully fledged Pokemon. Yeah, but but we don't know that. We don't know that the that this that Pokemon Let's Go's isn't streamlined enough where you have attack, defense, and HP, or you know, like. Well, I think from the screenshot of the uh, the short screenshot of the battle, though, did show uh, four moves. Yes, we yeah. did see that. But I, I think to Deadite's point, I don't think seeing four moves is necessarily enough to say that they're going to have six stats. True. So I can see, and then maybe if in the future they build in some functionality for Generation Eight, maybe at that point the Pokemon go through another cleansing process where they're made less casual. So maybe this whole game is built on an extremely casual engine, which is why it's only 151 Pokemon. And as of right now, there's no Pokemon bank compatibility. Maybe the whole game is attack, defense, and HP. It's very likely. Because I'm curious to know, like, you know, how's leveling work in this game? If you're not out battling in random encounters, you know, because they, they didn't show it in the trailer that you know they just show Pokemon ball throwing more like in Pokemon Go. If you're not having your your party Pokemon square up against a wild Pokemon, like how is the only way to to gain experience through? Do you know? Does your team just gain experience through catching? Do you have to? Yeah, man. Go through you these battling the ball. You get extra experience. Yeah. Do you, well, do you have to? Well, that's your that's your character. That's not the Pokemon though. But that's what early reports are saying is experience that are, that's earned. In, like think of Pokemon Go, the way that you earn experience as a trainer is similar to how you'll earn experience for your team in Let's Go. Mm-hmm. And there are still trainer battles. The trainer battles are still in the game. You will still fight trainers on your way through this story. I can't imagine that trainers are the only source of XP. But I mean, if you've played any newer Pokemon game, I don't know if I've done. I don't know if I do fifty random battles in my entire playthrough because mm-hmm. you get so much more EXP from trainers. So I, I mean. We don't have it for sure, but it does says you will gain experience um, as Pokemon are caught, similar to Pokemon Go. So, okay, yeah, Tess, I might so, hate that. So <laughs> let's uh, let's move on to the next uh, piece here. We're also getting some hardware um, that that they showed off in this trailer. What uh, what's that all about? So the Pokeball Plus was announced, and all we've got so far as a price tag right now is it's about five thousand yen in Japan. Um, so fifty bucks is the best guess. Now, what this is is it's a small Pokeball and a keychain. That Pokeball's got an LED, a speaker, a little vibrating motor, a joystick, and a button. You can use this Pokeball completely to replace the one Joy-Con controller method that, that you need to play Let's Go. So you're as of right now, we're seeing that you play Let's Go with one Joy-Con. This would replace that Joy-Con, and you can store... I say store, you can, you know, transfer a Pokemon to the Pokeball Plus from Let's Go and take it with you where you can earn perks from taking it for walks and taking it out and about. This is very similar to the Pokewalker that we saw in um, the Generation 2 remake, so Heart Gold and Soul Silver, where you can go and gain experience and they'll find items and things like that. Um, and and just because it's a, it's a, a story that's very close to this one, I made this joke the second we went <laughs> offline for our GameZilla podcast, I said, watch Nintendo do some dumb shit. Like, go ahead and put a Pokemon in your Joy-Con so when you go to your friend's house, you can take off your Joy-Con and put it on their Switch and trade Pokemon. And then when this happened, now we were muted when we were watching this live on Twitch.tv slash GameZilla Media. 
we had to mute it because we, I mean the sound was not set up for this to happen. It just started happening, and I'm screaming that I am some sort of Nintendo savant, which we know. I mean, I'm the face of Switch. We know, but uh, it, it still blew my mind. I'm very excited for it. I will buy one. I'll pre-order it the second I can. Um, I'll be walking around work with a Pokeball hanging off my hip. I just hope they do better with inventory than with the um, what was what was the the thing for Go called po- Pokemon oh, something plus Pokemon yeah. Go plus Pokemon yeah. Go plus the where bracelet. where it was it was seventeen million dollars to buy one second hand and now they're everywhere like just give us enough at launch or give me a, a healthy amount as a you know an adult with with a credit card that I can pre order <laughs> one in advance and get one or give me a bundle i'm gonna buy both games and the, and the thing anyway give me a 150 dollar bundle and say here you go both games and the pokeball plus yep. you idiot have fun does, yep. it, does it worry you that it's replacing the joy con so you really can play this game with a joystick and one button i mean i can play most pokemon games with i mean there's there's no back button but aside from that what else do you need I mean, there's a way to open menus and things like that. So, yeah, there are some buttons that are missing. Like, what if I want to be done and go back to the home screen? You know, maybe you can't completely play it, but once you're launched into the game, you can use it. It's got a gyroscope in there, so you're going to be throwing it, you know, like you're catching Pokemon. The wild thing is it's only got a three-hour battery life, which blows my mind because a Joy-Con, a single Joy-Con has a 20-hour battery life. Yeah, that's a big disappointment. And that hooks up to your system and charges within minutes of being hooked up to your system. This thing's supposed to go with you outside of the house with no system nearby. I mean, not for an eight-hour workday, not for a six-hour school day, like three hours. What are you getting done in three hours? Like, So it must be, hey, take the Pokemon with you on an errand. And you'll get this item, not walk with it for three days and come back to it being evolved. Like the three hour battery life's really questionable. Yeah, I don't like the battery life on that for sure. But And it is standard USB C, so just like we saw everybody when Pokemon Go came out and their batteries were in their pocket and like an old school wallet chain, you had a USB cable coming out of their back pocket into their front pocket because they had seventeen phones. People are gonna be walking around charging their fifty dollar Pokeball Plus because they're idiots like me. And they bought one at launch, and they're going to be a Pokemon Plus, Pokeball Plus Plus that's going to come out in December with an 8 million hour battery life that you're never going to need to recharge it. But I'll have my my first model and be proud with it. There you go. So I think we're mixed around this, overall around the idea, but let's uh, let's just go around and give it one last one last review on the announcement. Uh, if you're gonna be pick, if you're a day one, gonna pick this up. Obviously, Tess just answered that question, so we don't need to go back to him. I'm my wife and I are both day one, and that and this excites me because my wife likes achievements and she likes trophies, and that's why she plays Xbox and play and PlayStation. But she will she got into Pokemon Go when, when I did, and we both enjoyed riding our bikes or driving around and stopping at locations and doing things. But we got to that point where we're like. We're bored because what else can we do with this? And now she's seen this and she goes, I want the Eevee one. I, like she actually was like, where, she asked me, where's my Switch? Because she doesn't even know because that's the last time she's touched it. And I'm like, awesome. Like this has gotten her excited about something that's related back into Nintendo that makes me more on board. So for me, I'm I'm a day one purchase for both copies. And yeah, I'd like uh, I'd like one of the Pokeballs as well. So I'm looking at this, like we sort of discussed, as this, this is that bridge, that huge 
Pokemon Go player base that now exists now gets an opportunity to try something a little bit deeper. Because I, you know, me being more in the hardcore Pokemon community was kind of like, ooh, Pokemon Go, yeah, try playing a real Pokemon game, you know. <laughs> and I, it was something that I didn't think about until yesterday when I knew that I was going to be on the show and we were going to be talking about this. That I, I, I criticize heavily. Uh, J- a lot of JRPGs and things like that for having a really steep learning curve. And I'm like, well, but that Pokemon, I play Pokemon, it's really accessible. And I was like, oh, wait, I have 20 years of Pokemon knowledge. If I was just like, oh, yeah, let, here, hey, you got to learn all these Pokemon abilities. You have to understand what all these stats mean. Uh, there's hundreds of moves that you need to know what they all do. And then after I thought about it, I go, oh, man, Pokemon's actually super complex. I've just been doing it so long it may it just makes perfect sense to me so i am really hopeful that the next core pokemon rpg game is everything i want it to be maybe scaled a little bit a little bit more difficult um less intrusive with the story like all the things i hate about sun and moon probably all the things that i won't like about let's go make this a pokemon game i can rally behind with pokemon let's go i'm just happy to have a little bit more pokemon i went home and showed my wife who's when it comes to collecting much much more hardcore than I am she she's into it and I, she never played Pokemon Go and she's like oh I think I'm going to quit my job to play this can I have the little Pokeball too you know like <laughs> I was like okay well that settles it you know we're, we're getting it um, but I, I'm walking into it with like uh, I might get a few hours into this game and there not be enough there for me to to see it through I don't, I don't know, but I'm buying it, but I'm still really skeptical if I'm actually going to enjoy it or not. For me, it all comes down to one very important thing. If, if this was just me on my lonesome, the announcement and everything I've seen about this doesn't interest me enough to, to be a day one supporter, and I don't even think I would get it. I would just be waiting for that 2019 RPG announcement and hoping that that's what I really want out of Pokemon is going to come to fruition. But the reason why I've been dragged back to Pokemon Go so frequently is it is a great way for my sister and I to communicate and, you know, go out and play together because, you know, we live in separate places. We used to see each other all the time when we lived in the same house. Now we don't. So being able to plan days where we can go out and, and talk about Pokemon Go and sit down and have a meal or or go out and play Pokemon Go is really what kept me coming back to Pokemon Go. So if this is something that is going to make her get a Switch for her, the household so that she could play this game, it's something I'm going to pick up because I'm going to want to play and, and stay around the same level and be able to go over and do the co-op with her. Right. Yeah, I think that was the you know from our community from our team you know uh, Xander, uh, one of the co-hosts of Legend of Retro, uh, was talking about how Pokemon Go is a big thing with him and his wife, and that this could be that next generation of Pokemon game that kind of creates his new his new family into a Pokemon family. So you know like that's that's an interesting thought, and that's that idea of like bringing two different groups and putting this, you know, this concept in the middle that they might both be able to enjoy. Um, but only time will tell. The, I think the last thing that we can go around is that we did have a secondary announcement. Was there anything else we wanted to hit on the let's go before we move on? 
I just want to reiterate just one more time. We've said it a couple times, but Game Freak, the Pokemon company, Nintendo, they said 2019, second half of 2019, we will see the core game that is not influenced by the casualness of Pokemon Go, that will not bring these Let's Go features forward, that we do have something for, in the super big air quotes, adults that want to play Pokemon. November 16th, 2018, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee will drop with some very fun mechanics. And if there's one thing Nintendo does very well, better than anybody else, is fun. So you, you're back to having Pokemon follow behind you, which we haven't seen since Heart Gold and Soul Silver. We, we just have a ton of features that are going to make this game, like we all said, more accessible, um, you know, easier to start out with for, for younger people or people new to the series. But it's just going to be fun. And if there's one thing that we can count on Nintendo doing right, it's fun. So yeah. um, I'm excited for 2019, but th they're going to hit this so far out of the park. We all sound like we're going into it with very tempered, relatively low expectations based on what we've seen. And and I don't think there's a chance that Nintendo disappoints here. Yeah. Mm, I think there's a chance I'm going to be disappointed. I feel like your your expectations are so low for what you're going to get. And the second that you and your wife sit on the couch and you both grab Joy-Con and you're interacting in the Pokemon universe together, you'll shut the hell up. Nah, I, I don't know. We, we played together a ton. We used to play when she lived an hour away. We'd have battle nights once a week where her and I would just, you know, log in and battle against one another and... You know, I don't, I don't necessarily think us being on the screen at the same time, you know, playing a super casual Pokemon game is going to re-spark my love for the series. We'll find out. We will. Uh, but we did have a secondary announcement, something that happened uh, during the show with another Pokemon game. And we'll let, uh, again, the face of Switch, we'll let him tell us what it's all about. Absolutely. Pokemon Quest dropped that evening. So Tuesday night, free to start, which realistically it so far seemed free to play. There's, it's not like Super Mario Run where you have to pay in after a certain amount of time. But a free to start, free to play game, Pokemon Quest, came out for Nintendo Switch. It is a a, a, a blocky pixel kind of Minecraft looking um, Pokemon game where you've got you know three Pokemon go to battle. You can choose between two attacks. Everything else is kind of autonomous, and it, it it's just one of the games you, you explore, you collect, you find more Pokemon, you do whatever. Um, so hold up before we go any further. What was everyone's first impression when they saw this? We'll start with test first impression when you were like, "What am I looking at?" It was, what am I looking at? You know, uh, I, I knew I was going to download it the second it came out, but I'm like, what, what, Nintendo, what's your move here? What, 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 I don't, I don't understand this. I looked at it like, uh, what was the what Crossy Roads? I was like, is this like some, is this some like Crossy Roads shit? I, the what, goat. What is this? You know, I'm like a mobile game. I, I was like really. It kind of reminded me of Crossy Roads meets like those old school football. Um, like my dad would have had one when he was a kid, but just yeah, they just vibrate and shake things around, and you're like, go, go, Bo Jackson, go or something, right? Bo <laughs> yeah, and I'm Johnny Unitas with a touchdown, right. and I'm just like, what am I looking at? So, uh, did I? What about you? First impression? Uh, it looked, you know, right away. It's like, oh, it looks kind of like Pokemon Rumble, a game I barely played and didn't enjoy. <laughs> Might be a pass, uh, which. Spoiler alert, I downloaded it. I haven't played it yet, but it's not a pass for me yet. Jazzy. Uh, just first look, I was like, 
who made this during the announcement? <laughs> <laughs> my, yeah, my my initial thought, my initial word, the initial word I had was dumb. Like this looks dumb. And uh, okay, so now I think we can all say uh, we. I, I was wrong for sure. I was way wrong from from my initial thought, but um, it's actually a lot of fun. And the fact that they dropped it the night of the announcement right out of the eShop store, and we were like, screw it. Like, it was already 11 p.m. for us. We're like, nope, downloading it, and we're going to play it. Uh, I mean, go ahead, Tess, take it back. What, what do you think? Tell us a little bit about it. Yes. Yeah, so more. so um, you, you, you do have, just like a lot of free-to-play games, you do have a restriction of how many quests you can go on um, with a half-hour timer. You can stack five of them. I got plenty of playtime out of it. I mean, we sat here, both of us having to be up relatively early for our regular job. We're like, but man, maybe just an hour of Pokemon Quest, though, before bed. Let's just see what this game's about. The only thing that's kind of turned me off so far about it, and it's I shouldn't even be thinking about it this way, is the, the, the microtransactions seem more like DLC. They're very expensive. You don't just go and be like, I need 100 more tickets so I can refill my battery and get some more, you know, uh, fossils to cook with. It's like, man, they, they want $14 to get a, a, a Lapras lake and, you know, 100 tickets. So, and a Lapras. And a Lapras. So it doesn't seem like they're going off the traditional, like, uh, small purchases, a ton of small purchases, like they, mo- they monetize Pokemon Go, but they're looking for everybody to make just one or two of these bigger ones and, and carry on. So um, first impression, I probably put about three, four hours into it. I'll probably see it through. Um, it's coming out to the phones. They didn't specify iOS, Android, neither or both um, at the end of June. And if there is some way to hook up your Nintendo ID and have a, a cross-play functionality between the Switch and the mobile, which I'm not holding my breath, um, I'll be I'll be playing a lot of this game for that quick pickup, run a mission, uh, check to see if any mo- new Pokemon are there, and then hop back to real life. Yeah, I find it to be that game. I think the reason I've been enjoying it so much is, uh, you know, the uh, NHL Stanley Cup playoffs are on right now, and I'll be you know playing that on the TV, and I don't want to like sink because of because the, these games have been super entertaining. I don't want to be stuck into a game where I'm like, I'll oh, hit the pause button so I can look up. I can play this game that's kind of mindless. It's kind of it's simplistic, and in a way, I can enjoy it. Well, I still just keep my eyes more on the TV than the games console. And so, like just the other night, I was I put probably three hours into it. Till I put so much time into it that my full battery was like was depleted, and I had a good time. I wasn't I you know I it was it was nice. So I um I I don't think it's anything. It's tough because the the DLC or the the microtransactions that they're talking about, which does feel like DLC to me, because like a lot of the things that you're getting in it, you can only get by buying it, like DLC, versus like oh, I just need more coins or I just need more, you know currency or whatever. So for me, I uh, don't. I think Tess kind of put it if he if he gets 15 hours of out of it, he might buy the DLC. I'm kind of in that boat too, and and I don't know about you. But I ran into the problem, and, and you know the game is random, so some of my Pokemon are different than the Pokemon you found so far. But I ran into an issue when I got into like the fourth and fifth world, where I finally hit that point where my team—you get three Pokemon to take into a, an expedition, and you have a, a total ranking between those three, and that's based off the level that you're going into as far as how easy or difficult it's going to be. I finally got to that point where my level was—I couldn't get it to match 
the world I was going into, and my type of Pokemon, I didn't have the right combination to give me any advantages. So I instantly started thinking about, well, you know, if I dump $35, I get Snorlax. You know, like, I'm like, oh, I get some more Pokemon. Maybe I can get through this. And then I'm I mean, like, he's a pimp. And I'm like, no, no, no. If I, do, I don't want to, like, also, I don't want to buy that and then find out because of what I get out of it, I can just breeze through the whole game. And then I'm like, well, shit, that, that was dumb. But yeah, I mean, it already has me itching where I'm like, uh, yeah, maybe I give you my money, but I don't know yet. You know, like it's still very questionable, but I am enjoying it. Did I? You downloaded uh, I, it. Yeah, I downloaded it. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I haven't played it yet. Well, why don't you tell people how you felt when we were all playing it around you before we started recording? I was anxious because, like, wow, it looks like you guys are having a lot of fun, and I'm not trying to learn a new game five minutes before we record the show. <laughs> so. Let's get this show going because I'd like to try this Pokemon Quest. Now, in reality, I'm going to get home. My wife's going to look over my shoulder and then probably snatch the Switch right out of my hands and be like, ooh, I'm playing now. And then, that, <laughs> then I'll be like, well, gimme, gimme, gimme. I guess it's Rocket League on PlayStation tonight for me. So, uh, you know, uh, I, I'm actually looking forward to playing it. I The last free Pokemon game I played that wasn't Pokemon Rumble because I didn't like that at all was the Pokemon Shuffle, and I got really into that. So, so the... Um, the question I have for you, though, is do you think Elle will enjoy this in the way that she's enjoying other Pokemon games because of the battery limitation where it's like you get like a battery. So what the battery is, is it's five. You get five chances to go play a level, mm-hmm. win, or, win or lose. And so when that depletes, you can't play anymore without recharging that battery. Now, you can. there's quests which will allow you to recharge a battery for only so long. But eventually you get to that point where it depletes and every 30 minutes you get one bar back. Mm-hmm. Unless you pay, unless you use tickets, which you can earn, but also you can buy. So you get to that point where you finally are like, I have to stop playing even if I don't want to, unless I want to spend money. And I wonder if that will uh, turn her off. Well, she did really good with Pokemon Shuffle because it was the same way. You got so many turns per day without having to spend money. And to my knowledge, she never spent money on that. To Um, your knowledge. To my knowledge. um, But... She her gaming habits are super different than when she was in college and she put like 500 hours into Pokemon X, um, where now if she can play for a half hour or 40 minutes and then it's done, that's probably going to be it. She'll move on oh, to something okay. else. Um, so they might work really well. Yeah, she, she just she doesn't do marathon game sessions anymore because. You know, she works 60 hours a week or right. something. You know, like she she's a crazy person, so she doesn't have time to sit down and relax. So uh, I just I, I imagine that even even the time restriction may actually help her get into it in some ways. And I, I absolutely love that for the free to play model that where they have that charge, because at the end of the day, I don't need to be playing Pokemon Quest for eight hours, you know, I, I've got a better game to play. I've no, got no, you a quest guy now. I'm, this I'm, is you. I, this is me. I'm, I'm a quest guy now. Uh, you know, I've got better games to play. I've got something to do as an adult, you know, and this just allows me to pick it up. Maybe I can only put in 30 minutes. It's like, okay, you're done. Spend money or you're done. I'm like, okay, I'm done. I'm going to go play Splatoon 2 because I'm really a Splatoon 2 guy now. Right. We're all Splatoon guys now. Now, let's move into Jazzy here because I thought for sure this was going to be the game that, like, Jazzy just shit all over and just made fun of and everything. I was like, oh, yeah, Jazzy's going to bring the heat. And then he gets here and he's he walks into the house with his Switch on in Pokemon Quest. I was like, shit, man, I called that one way wrong. I thought he yeah. pawned it. I didn't think he had a Switch <laughs> yeah, anymore. I, I hadn't seen the Switch in a long time. Well, the first thing I'm going to say about it is I'm going to correct you this game is 
dumb as fuck. Okay? <laughs> but it's so dumb that it's fun. And like every other mobile free-to-play game, you just can't stop playing it. And it's it's got me hook, line, and sinker like every other mobile game that I sit there and play like before bed or you know while I'm taking a shit. And it just enough time to like deplete my bars and be like, all right, now I can go on to something else. And it's I'm not gonna like the game itself. If I break it down to like the mechanics and how it plays, it's awful. I think. <laughs> Like literally, you're just watching these three Pokemon run around the map, and then you click a button to make them do a move. Like there's no, you can't control where they go. You can't do. It, is it the it's, football? It, it's that, that kind of little vibrating football. Yeah, thing. it's like, perfect. Like yeah, it, it literally. Thank God, there's an auto button where they can just auto do the moves yeah. because that's what I do now. I've gotten to the point where it's like I don't even care. Like win or lose, I don't care. Auto set it down, glance back at it like while I'm you know typing something up. Like you guys done yet? No. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh, oh, you're done. Oh, you won. Yeah, all right, cool. Good job, like, guys. <laughs> because guess what? Whether I'm pressing the buttons or whether they're doing it automatically, I don't think there's a big enough like skill oh, gap in is. this game to where there it's going to matter. <laughs> there is, man. I've dodged some major moves with that dodge button or whatever, disperse button, whatever the hell it is. Disperse. It's like this button. It does. They hit. all just they all go they in just different go, directions. Yeah, they just scatter. Scurry my minions, run away. <laughs> yeah. You blocky idiots! (laughs) I'll put a ton of time into this for probably the next 48 hours. I will not be buying the DLC, but I will play the shit out of it for the the important For the weekend, for sure. Here's the important question that uh, we're going to leave this off just for one fan of the show. Pokemon Quest is a better game than State of Decay 2. True or false? Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) For me... Better game, false. Oh. Will it be played? worth the money? Worth will the it, money? <laughs> will it be played more? <laughs> yes. The state of decay, probably <laughs> less buggy than state of decay oh, two. One thousand percent. Okay, this is way off topic, but we had to just squeeze that in there for a special yeah. someone. Yeah. Anyways, that'd be like that vibrating football game, like you picking a character up and tossing him to the other side of the thing. That's like how State of Decay Two works. You just phase into shit in yeah. that game. Oh yeah, that's that's a diff- That's a whole other uh, episode that we can get into that. But all right, so Pokemon news. It, uh, that's that's a lot of it. There, obviously, we got some promises there being made from the Pokemon company, and uh, we you know we're gonna hear more about a lot of this at E three in just a. What about a week, a week and a half? So um, we will uh, make sure to continue following up with the news. You can you can listen to the other podcasts like Gamezilla Podcast uh, and then the blogs, GamezillaMedia.com. That's where you're going to be able to cap, you know, read and, and listen and watch a lot of this content as it keeps coming out from Nintendo. Any last words that you guys would like to have? I mean, I don't think we've ever had a four-person panel like this on Alpha. Like, I know we've hit, we've remoted people in for interviews and had four people, but nothing like a like a roundtable like this. I kind of liked it. Kind of liked having that topic where we could just kind of make a very opinion-based just episode. Yeah, so I enjoy last, it. My last, last comments when it comes to Pokemon <laughs> and Jazzy's odor. The only. One soul redeeming grace to the Pokemon Let's Go series is out of the like 
800 or whatever Pokemon there are available. They've scaled it back to the original 151-ish. And you can still get the greatest Pokemon of them all. Confirmed in the trailer, you can have Gengar following you. And that's enough for me to be at least a little bit excited. <laughs> As you're rocking the Gengar Got my hat. Gengar hat, got my Gengar keychain on my Switch. It's been 20 years. There's not been a single Pokemon that's come by that's stolen my heart more than Gengar. I mean, Torkoal? I love Torkoal. Don't, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of Pokemon that are right there. Torkoal, uh, Beartick. Um, man, trying to think of another one that I'm really high. I, just, I love Garbodor, Muck. Like, I, there's a lot of Pokemon I really love. But this is your OG. This but is your number one. Gengar. You can still get them in, in Pokemon Let's Go. So there's at least a reason for me to play because I got to have Gengar. Jazzy Fiddle, final thoughts. If I'm watching you guys play this game and I'm like, hey, throw Magikarp up as your your Pokemon that follows you around, and it doesn't just flop around on the ground behind you, I'm fuck this game. <laughs> He's a Magikarp that's guy. Fair. That's fair. That's it. And then uh, test final thoughts. I mean, I've said my piece. I'm super excited for the game. They're gonna have as as much merch or stupid hardware attachments they want to come out. Um, I'm gonna buy them. But I think, you know, I, I kind of highlighted already the one thing this game's going to be, without a shadow of a doubt, for the masses, is it's going to be fun. And that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. I think my final piece is just a, a kind of a reminder like test is I'm excited that this is a middle ground that I feel like Nintendo hasn't been able to tap because they didn't have that, Go, that Pokemon Go world until recently. So for me, I look forward to this hopefully kind of. Um, bridging two different groups into together and maybe we see that this is a now we have this cycle we're getting a core we're getting a core rpg we're getting a lighter version of the game and it's just a cycling uh, system that we start to see from game freak and nintendo look what that eight's doing over there i have no idea oh snapchatting my wife Oh my god, it's Pokemon Go on his phone right now. It's loaded up. And, you know, with with as much trepidation as I walk into this with, I did download Pokemon Go again yesterday and start playing again. So. There you go. All right, everybody, thank you for hanging out on episode 57 of Gamezilla Alpha. Make sure to join Patreon and support us. It gets you all sorts of cool perks like early access to this show, uh, game giveaways, um, behind the DM screen of Noobs and Dragons if you're into the Dungeons and Dragons adventure scene. All sorts of cool stuff going on at patreon.com slash Media. Jazzy, what do you got to say for the people as we leave? Pokey, have some fun. Man, I thought you were going like, to break into like a Pokemon song again or something like that. No, I only know the one. Is there more than one Pokemon song? I mean, I guess is you do the Pokemon. Is there more than one Pokemon song? Man, how, how good is Team Rocket? Team Rocket's Rockin' or whatever that was off the Pokemon 2B There's the Pokemon something? rap, too. Can can anybody do the Pokemon like rap? Like Joe Diglett, Nidoran Mankey, Venusaur Rattata, Fiero Pidgey. Gotta catch them all, gotta catch them all. That's the only part I know. Oh. I'm, I'm, no, I'm no chops who knows the whole thing. Gotta catch them all, Pokemon. I was going to say, you could kill it after your Poke rap, but you didn't. So, see you later, guys. Until next time, game, game on. on. He said Gengar. <laughs>